Welcome to On the Bridge. I'm your host, Heidi Bianchi. Join me as we embark on a journey filled with insights on event planning, pop culture, and all things that excite me. Inspired by the name of my company, The Bridge Event Academy, this podcast offers a fun break for you to laugh and learn with me. Expect to hear from special guests who will provide their words of wisdom about events and life. As we sit together on the bridge, let's share stories and have some fun. This is my first podcast, so I'm thrilled to have you join me on this exciting new adventure. Let's sit on the bridge together. Hello, and welcome to On the Bridge. Today, I'm here with a very special friend, Jaybo, who I met probably a year and a half, two years ago. And we're going to be talking about some of her life experiences, some special skills and talents she has, and just whatever comes our way through the conversation. So hello and welcome to Jaybo. Hello. So happy to have you here with me today. Thank you, Heidi. So I wanted to start with like how we first met because I think you were one of the first people that made me realize that people are attracted to me or reach out to me on their own. I don't know if you know this, but I don't. Um, so we were on a sales call and you were one of the salespeople for an event tool. Like, I know you know the story, but I'm And we went through whatever the pitch was. And then after walking through, like, what happened where you were like, oh, because I can tell you my side. Go ahead. Tell, tell yeah, me. I love that meeting because you came on and actually I was doing a little bit of research on you beforehand and I thought you were so cool. You had like this experience with restaurants and events and something about the way your LinkedIn was presented. I don't know. I just thought you would be a cool person to hang out with. And then you came on the call and then got to know each other. And I was like, wow, like actually the way that you describe things, like it's just how things should work, right? (laughs) And then it was so bizarre because I was talking to my coworker at the time and I was like, hey, like this person's so cool. Like she thinks of things like in this way and that way. And, you know, she just didn't see it because at the time it was just, you know, well, black or white. Yeah, black or white. Yeah. And I think um, I was just like, oh, well, I need to know this person a little bit more. <laughs> and I don't remember if like I reached out on LinkedIn. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. And I think I just said like, hey, like would love to connect. Like you had such great energy and just, you know, just wanted to go from there yeah yeah and so I remember getting that note and I was like oh my gosh that's so cool like I don't really know you and and you you were like I really you, you described exactly what you said in the in the note to me and I was like of course and I think I probably write, wrote back right away because I'm a quick and then from there we like kept in touch all the time I got you involved in a project that <laughs> we could talk about later if we want but like since then We've been connected. And I think that's really cool. Like it all started with just you taking a chance a little bit of like reaching out to be like, hey, I like what you're doing. Let's connect. Yeah. And since then, actually, Heidi, you just came into my life at a time when I really needed you to be in my life. Like it just happened. Synchronicities Uh of things. I just like all came together at a very beautiful time. And then also during that time, I was in a discovery mode of just like learning about myself and like what else was out there. And you were just like this guiding light for me. So, yeah. And I do think like the person you were probably at that time 
but you right now would look back and be like, who is that? Of course. Right? <laughs> who was she? <laughs> who is that? Yeah. Because I think the last few years you've gone through like, I would call a bit of a met- metamorphosis. Yes. And I've been able to see that and I don't know, help guide a little or just be a resource to you in that journey. And I think that just makes our friendship and relationship really special. It does. And I look forward to our calls all the time. So I'm just so grateful to have you in my life. So I remember at that time, you told me you had this thing that (laughs) you could do or that you had this ability and and you say the word, say the word, what it is. Synesthesia. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. And you're like, hi, and and you describe it to me, but describe it to people. Synesthesia is. So it's a crossing of senses. So that means some people can taste and hear colors to music, to food, to different things. It's just an extra sensory way of experiencing the world. And at the time, you didn't really, you were like kind of shy about it. You didn't really want people to know. I was like, this is amazing. You can do this. It's like, oh oh my God, like tell me more. And I think from that conversation to now, how, how do you view that journey of like expressing yourself having this? I'll call it a gift. Oh, thank so. you. Yeah, it's just been a really interesting journey, right? Because I guess when I first found out about it, you go through these stages, I think, when you're just like, wait, nobody else is seeing the world in the same way that I am. And then you're just like, wait, like, I need to make sure I need to confirm and make sure. And then you ask all your friends and then your family and just anybody that you can find just to ask, like, are you sure you don't also hear color? Hear Yeah. Hear color, see color, taste color. Yes. I mean, what else would there be? Like, okay. And, and, and this wasn't necessarily something you were born with. This happened. Yeah. You know, I don't really remember when it, first started I do remember as a kid I would feel like there were rainbows everywhere and then I would ask others like hey do you see the rainbows in your hair do you taste rainbows from this and that Uh and nobody would understand what I was saying they would look at me and think I'm crazy so I'm like never mind Uh, so you were pulling back because especially for kids like to put yourself out there to say something like that and then to have people constantly be like no I think that's a natural thing to just shut it down. You're just like, I don't want to. Yeah, you just self-correct. And you're like, okay, that's not appropriate to say. So I will just hold back. Right. Yeah. So you're not, you don't call it a superpower. You don't call it magic. It's just part of who you are. Yes. Yes. So like, I think it's a special thing. So I'm going to keep calling it special. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. All right. So in the last few years, you've been able to talk about it a little bit more and feel more comfortable sharing this or are you Yeah, it's like- actually every time I kind of share and people are like, wait, that's cool. Tell me more. I get a little surprised and I'm like, okay. wait, you want to listen to this? You want to know more? That's so strange, uh-huh. right? Yep. But it's really cool. It's like, uh, as I'm kind of like embracing myself more and I stop rejecting myself, then like I'm able to just embrace my gifts a bit more as well. Okay. I think everybody with synesthesia, you kind of have this feel weird feeling too of like, am I, do I even have synesthesia? Like is the way that I'm seeing things, does it really mean that? You know, like you just get doubts because then you have other people saying like, well, what is it then? Or like, tell me specifically and all this stuff. And then I think if I just push that all away (laughs) 
And I just look into myself and I'm just like in my meanness, then, you know, everything just kind of makes sense. Right. So I think I had like a coworker ask like, oh, like, can you read my aura? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think so. But I can hear the color of your voice. So maybe that's a form of reading your aura or something. And then she goes like, oh, like what, what color is my voice right now? And I'm like, well, you sound orange. And she's like, but why? I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You just sound orange. It causes me to think like, okay, should I listen a little bit closer? Okay, let, let me listen and like look at her and like see what her moods are. Is it attached to a mood or a feeling or something? So it's kind of like an interesting like discovery of just like learning your own language as well. I think that would be the biggest thing when you tell people you can do this. Like, tell me about me. They want to know about me. And, and I... And I also even think like this could be an evolution, like a next step for you of like, of this discovery journey of this gift to be like, okay, who am I telling? And am I going to want to give back to them, like the color or what I'm feeling? There might be a little dance to that in your head. Yeah. So I've been really just following what like feels good for me to do. Like if it calls me to do it, then I'll do it. Like, for example, I think for a quick bit, I was, well, I'm still very into like, just like learning the colors of people's voices because I'm learning how to sing. And I really want my voice to sound like kind of like this magenta turquoise color combination. So I'm listening to other people's voices and hearing what it sounds like in for them. And then as I'm listening to their voice, I'm also kind of like creating a little logo of like, okay, this is what their voice sounds like to me. And then I like shared it with my coworkers. Like, hey, this is what your voice sounds like to me. (laughs) So let's say you're listening to music. You're concentrating on magenta. So you're able to see the colors within yourself too, not just. So me learning for me is like also a journey. I think for me right now, it's easier to like kind of see what other people are like highlighting from there, kind of like learning what it's like for me. Okay. Uh, but for me, I really am very interested in the magenta turquoise combination. So maybe if I hear it in someone else's voice, I can see how my voice sounds in comparison. And I don't want to, if you have seen purple yes. in my voice. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I always get excited because that's my favorite color. Yeah, it's like a very like lavender lilac color. Mm-hmm. And it like uh, jumps out at me when you talk about something like very exciting or that like you're planning on doing. It just like becomes like extra purple. And I'm like, oh, Heidi, yes, absolutely. Go further into that because your voice is sounding so like beautifully purple. It's like lusciously purple. Mm-hmm. So absolutely do that. Describe like waking up and like having tea or coffee. Like, can you go through your day a little bit in sections of like what it's like living with this? I mean, you you're probably not conscious, like you're conscious uh, of it, but you're not like, oh, this is purple, this is blue. Like it's just happening to you, right? Yeah. Do you focus on different things or Yeah. So I think like maybe uh, a good way of thinking of this, and I was like thinking about this too, where like, for example, when you first hear people are colorblind, you're like, oh, does that mean they can't see color at all? Is it just black and white? But then you think about, you find that there's like red, green colorblind and different variations of it. So it's not just like one extreme. So for me, when I go through my, out my day, it's not like everything's like blasting in full, like colorful, like, yeah, it would be extremely overwhelming. Right. And there are moments where there's like colors like flying everywhere a little bit, but not always, 
And I think when there's more noise going on, then it just kind of like mutes everything out too. So when I start my day, it's not, it seems like a very usual day. Like I just, (laughs) like I have a routine that I have in set in place now where since I need a little bit of focus, I have this new uh, recipe that I follow where I add in some chia seeds and this mud water to help. Mm -hmm. And I kind of make this like, kind of like chai drink, right? Mm -hmm. And as I'm drinking it uh, or I'm swirling it, Uh, in my cup and I'm just like noticing the colors and I'm drinking it and I just feel so good that it tastes like a sunrise. (laughs) How cool is that? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And oh, you start the day with a sunrise. I do start the day with a sunrise and I think that just makes sense, right? Yeah. Totally. And so I like to eat food or like drink food that smiles and like looks happy and like refreshing because that's the mood that I'm in, right? So I'll like carefully look like, you know, if I have a bundle of bananas, I'm like, which banana is smiling at me the most? If there's fruits that are not as ripe or like too ripe, then it will look kind of angry. Like, hey, like you need to put us in a smoothie right now because they tell you. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, it just it just looks that way. They just have like these like uh, expressions on them that kind of show me that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you able to also see danger? Like, if do you see a color and you're like, I'm staying away from it? Yeah, sometimes it's not like I see a, a color. It's almost like I get like this electric feeling of like, oh, there's like this like sudden shock, okay. like this like like extreme, like kind of like dark in color that kind of like shoots up in the air. And I'm like, okay, wait, like that doesn't feel good. I'm going to never mind. Right. But like throughout my day, I'll just like go towards things that makes me feel good. And then at the point where I'm like, actually, this doesn't feel right for some reason. And then I'll start feeling like colors kind of shoot out. And I'm like, okay, okay, maybe I like go towards a different path. Yeah. So today, for example, you, so tell everyone about your new toy. I am so in love with my one wheel. It is like my baby right now. Yeah. It's my, I guess my sixth day riding it, fifth or sixth day. And yeah, so I was going to work uh, at the cemetery office and I didn't know that the train station, um, my stop is at Hillsdale, right? Yeah. Not San Mateo. So I get off and I'm like, okay, this does not look like I'm like three miles away from work. But luckily I had my one wheel and I got to, you know, ride the rest of the way to work. And then it, like you could feel like, okay, I'm going toward the right way. Or you were just like, I'm going the right way. I can feel that I'm going towards the right way. Yes, yes. There is like a smoothness to it. It just feels like kind of like an airy, silky flow of air. Feels good when you're going towards the right direction. And I want to share that I had my first gentle fall. Gentle. Yeah. Luckily, I am fully protected. I had my helmet and my protective like gear and everything. So luckily, that's why it was a gentle fall. And so I was looking at the, the pavement and I saw the little bump and I'm like, no, like bend my knees a little bit. I can go through it. And then nope, (laughs) I completely fell. Uh, But it was still a gentle fall. And as I was falling, uh, I guess I could, I knew beforehand that it wasn't going to be a bad fall because as I was kind of like falling in slow motion in my head, it felt like a soft field Mm -hmm. too. So I'm like, okay, this is like a cloud field. Yes. So I knew that I was going to be safe. It was going to be fine. And so I fell gently and noticed that like, you know, all my limbs are fine. Everything's good. And then I just picked myself back up and just kept going. Yeah. So it sounds like it's 
almost a two-part thing in my mind is that there's the color aspect to it and there's also the energy aspect to it. Mm. It feels like the two things go hand in hand. Like if you're feeling a strong energy, the colors become... Yes. I'm just making sure I'm describing this. Yes, I think so. so because there's like textures that appear or feel all around you. It's almost like you have like a extra sensors all around you and then it just kind of shows up in different colors or textures that you can sense. Have you met anyone else that has this? Yes. Yeah. Like, did you each like feel each other? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's so fun. So after I found out, I asked all my friends. I'm just like, do you have this? Do you have this? I'm just like sending messages to all of them. And they're just like, no, what are you talking about? And then finally, I met my friend Ernie and he's also a producer. He's a producer. He's into music. And he was finally the one that said, oh, yes, I also see color with music. That's why I'm so into my album art because it needs to match the the song, right? Yes. So he's an artist and music. Yes, so, yes. It's all like that side of the brain, creativity. Yes, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. And then he also was like, wait, other people don't see that too? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that was super cool, right? Uh-huh. And for him, he says that it's more of like a filter that happens and occurs to him. Okay. So I also am seeing that like, you know, everyone has their own synesthesia language that happens for mm-hmm. them, right? Okay. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm always like curious to ask. And the best thing is I think when you meet others who are in that like, who can speak that language, then it's like, oh yeah, you can like kind of feel the world in the same way. So then I could say to Ernie, like, hey, can you make your song a little bit more blue? How about adding some yellow? Like little spots of yellow would be good. Or maybe a little bit more orange, like a dash of orange underneath the blue would be Mm -hmm. cool. And he'll understand, right? Even though he's not in the same kind of like um, language as mine, he'll understand what I mean by it. Okay. I think all of us have this ability. Yes. I've embraced the manifesting thing. Mm-hmm. I know you can do that as well because when we concentrate on something, especially if it's positive with the right intention, it feels like things are like easier, like more like the silk road. I like that you're able to find friends who have like the same kind of energy going to. I think there's like an attraction to that like subconsciously for uh, us that don't have synesthesia. And then you have this like extra layer of finding that it feels like. Yes. Yes. I mean, absolutely. I feel like like attracts like for one. Yes. And then for manifesting what's meant for you will always find you or be before you. So that's amazing. And for finding like-minded or like energy friends, Well, yeah, I mean, always just if you're open to receiving, then your community will find you, right? And I think the JVO from two years ago, like once you kind of embraced it, did you feel like a shift in your universe a little bit around like, oh. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think two years ago, JVO wasn't fully accepting or receiving everything that was hers, right? Mm -hmm. But then once I took that journey on of like, okay, Like, no more. I want to be as me as I can possibly be. Like, I can only be me and I got to be me so much that I cannot be anything else. Mm -hmm. And then once I started on that journey, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, this is amazing. Like, Jabo is actually pretty cool. And I kind of love learning more and more about her, right? I believe that everybody is born with synesthesia. Uh Yeah, that's like my theory there. I think a lot of people, some people also have the same theory of like, we are all born with synesthesia and then we kind of just lose it. 
right? Because we're not using those neural pathways. And so they, we go to school or whatever it is, or oh, maybe it's very linear. Yes. And yes. We could become linear. Yes. Right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm all about inviting people back into that creative space to kind of rediscover their synesthesia. Because even with me, like when I first like, realized I had synesthesia, I didn't know everything that there could be about it. And as, and I still (laughs) don't, yes. And we're all learning Mm -hmm. and it's just like such a fun way of like getting to know yourself, right. And getting to know how you see and feel and interact with the world. So it's such a beautiful journey to be on. So I would love to invite everyone to kind of rediscover their synesthesia. I think that you've said it a few times, but when you initially said it, I got excited and wrote it down. It is a journey. And I think you did some hard work mm-hmm. on yourself to get yourself to this place, which I think needs to be like acknowledged. Thank you. Because it is, it is a journey and it isn't all like sunshine in a cup. Right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it took a few tries to get the sunshine mixed in the cup, right? Right. It's like a lot of shadows and chaos that you're just stirring around until you're like, oh, wait, like, okay, let's just eat this ice cream. <laughs> yeah, now I found the sunshine. So. And I do think it shifted like how you see things and who's attracted to you too. Are you finding like since you've embraced this a little bit more, the the, the light that comes your way is different? Absolutely. Yeah. I think before, maybe because I was lost and kind of like angry at myself and rejecting myself, I was attracting those who were also in that same space. But since I kind of shifted and started like healing a lot of like my own wounds and like the way I see the world and the way I trust, you know, I had to first kind of like learn how to trust with myself again so that I can trust the world again, like starting with that inner self journey. And then also just like, really believing that like your inner world creates your outer world, you start getting into like these like situations that occur where you're like, oh, I'm meeting really cool people. And they're kind of just looking at me to be like, oh, like, hey, I would like to know more about what you're thinking about or saying, or how did you get to be who you are? And I'm like thrown, like thrown off. I'm like, wait, what? You want to know more? That kind of goes, we have a little group that we do. And what do we say? Why not me? Yes, yes, Why not me? Why not us? We could be the people that they're looking to for answers instead of stepping back and then stepping forward and be like, why not me? Why am, why am I not the person explaining this? Or why, why aren't I not the whatever it is? And kind of stepping into that light a little bit more. Right? Yes, absolutely. And then I also started thinking like, well, I am actually enjoying a lot of my own sunshine. Then I should really just share that with others as well. So it's just if no one else wants to be the sunshine, then okay, I'll be sunshine too. But I will have to say that for the longest time, I really resented thinking of myself as sunshine because that just like didn't make sense to me at all. Like, actually, I hated the sun. Oh. <laughs> like, I was like very much like, I'm oh, afraid. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. very vampire. Like, let me hide from the sun. The sun hurts. Like, I hate it all. And then when people started calling me sunshine energy, I was like, wait, when did that happen? Like, it just kind of like happened. And then you're just like, oh, shoot, I guess I was always sunshine. I was just rejecting myself. And now I'm all about it, all, all about the sunshine. Where do you go from here? Like, where do you see the j in a year from now or two years from now? <laughs> That's what we're figuring out, right? I'm still figuring That's that out. Why not me? Yeah, I don't know yet. I'm still kind of like following my journey. And I love kind of just like seeing where it takes me, right? 
Like a few weeks ago, if you were to say like, hey, did you know you're going to be one wheeling around San Francisco? I would be like, what? Why would I do that? Right. Uh But I think it's like starts with like doing being open to different things and like uh, meeting people who just like kind of vibe with you. Right. And just learning from others, like learning from others is the best. Mm -hmm. And so I had this experience recently where I went to L.A., uh, for a couple of weeks. And there I learned how to cold plunge. Yeah. And I also learned how to one wheel and it changed my life. Like completely. I'm like a new person. So it's like you got baptized down there. right? I know I got baptized into like a new <laughs> shifted myself into a new me. Yeah. I know of two parts of your journey. So like, what would you tell the five-year-old Javo that was probably gently that the kids at school were like, I don't see rainbows in my hair. Like, what would you tell her? It is okay that nobody else can see the rainbows. You can see the rainbows. So just enjoy your rainbows. It doesn't have to be for anybody else. It can just be for you. And then what would you tell the JVO from like two years ago? It will get better. It will get better. (laughs) Yeah. And it has. Yes. Right. Any final thoughts or stories you want to share before we jump off the bridge? I don't know. Just like embrace yourself, trust yourself, trust your journey, and it will all, you know, make sense. But just enjoy the journey as you're figuring things out because it's a beautiful, messy journey. So people want to get in touch with you. Where or how would they do that? Uh, well, actually, I did create this uh, website when I was really into learning people's voices. It's called learnyourvoice.com. Okay. Yeah. So I guess if people want to learn their voice, just hit me up. And then it would be what color your voice is or tell, I guess, spoiler alert, go um, to the site and it'll tell you what to do. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Learnyourvoice.com. Okay, perfect. Now, how do we want to get off the bridge? Because what are our options? Well, I almost think you should like get on a horse and fly off a rainbow <laughs> or a rainbow slide. There, there's, you know, we've jumped off, we've done backflips. How, how are we going to get off the bridge today? Oh, can we ask Carl to take us off the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> Carl the Fog? Carl the Fog. <laughs> hey, Carl the Fog, we miss you. It's been way too hot in the Bay. Yeah, bring Carl back. All right, Carl, take us off the bridge. And thank you, Javo, for being here and talking about this. I know you really put yourself out there describing this and sharing your stories. And I really appreciate it. And I know that the people listening have learned a lot. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.